Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. It is a new week here on Beth the Edge. Happy Monday. What's up, everyone? Thanks for joining us on the NBC Sports Edge YouTube channel with the Prop King today, Von Dalzell. I'm your host, Sarah Feldman. We got a fun show coming up for you today. A lot of insight and picks coming up. As Corey Parsons is going to join the show. He's going to help us handicap some huge matchups in the NBA between the Bulls and Heat. Of course, the Hornets and Bucks playing tonight as well. Also, March begins tomorrow. So Tom Casale's jumping on. He has a couple of long shots. He likes to win their conference tournament. And of course, he's going to help us break down the huge matchup that I cannot wait for between Baylor and Texas and our edge of the day. We have that a lot more coming up here. Bet the Edge, powered by PointsBet. Vaughn, what's up? How are you doing? How was your weekend? Uh, I'm doing well today. Trying to bounce back week after Saturday's massacre in college basketball. Woo! I mean, insane um i do have breaking news for everyone that loves dunkin donuts like me they have discontinued lemon how upset was i today when i got a sweet tea with no lemon come on now so monday is a little rough but we're gonna i'm a little concerned it's 10 a.m and you already had a sweet tea like why don't you drink coffee oh no no i I mean i I have crohn's disease so people with crohn's don't like coffee as much Um, i like sugary sweet things so i need like i need tea to start my morning sweet tea okay so you need that kind of caffeine well no lemons interesting a little upset about that for dunkin donuts nonetheless with energy from caffeine between your tea and my coffee i've had like seven cups and it's only 10 (laughs) a.m eastern let's get into the weekend and, and what a wild one it was you talked about saturday's massacre i mean it is february 28th um but legitimately it seems like march after what happened over the weekend the top six teams in the ap top 25 all lost and seven of the top 10. gonzaga lost to saint mary's arizona lost to colorado Auburn lost to tennessee purdue to Michigan State, Kansas to Baylor. Going to talk about Baylor in just a little bit with Tom Casale and my edge of the day, by the way. Kentucky lost to Arkansas. And then, of course, Texas Tech losing to TCU. And we're going to take a look at the odds, Vaughn, here in a second. In the futures market to win the national championship. Now, after all of these losses that I just mentioned, does that change your opinion on the favorites? I will begin saying it doesn't alter my opinion for for most of the teams, strictly because the lines were a little weird and, and not to mention all six Losing teams were on the road on Saturday for the top six. So something of note, um, you know, a few big bad losses in those yeah. six. But you're taken, and does this change how we look at the futures market now, Vaughn? Yeah, we uh, we talked about this a lot in our Twitter spaces on Saturday yeah. with Tom and then um, Corey as well. And yeah, it was weird. A lot of these seemed like trap lines. Like you look at Auburn was three and a half underdog, Kansas three and a half, Purdue was three and a half favorites. 
Uh, Kentucky was slight dogs. I mean, all these lines were just so like, if you bet them, you don't have much confidence in them. So I'm not too surprised some of these teams lost, but Gonzaga losing in Arizona were definitely interesting to me. I bet Gonzaga. That was my most confident bet. I thought they were going to clean through the WCCC, but how was I wrong? Um, it doesn't change my alternative opinion on them winning the national championship. I still think they're the favorite. They're the best team of all. Arizona lost to Colorado, however, though. Uh, that was interesting uh, because Arizona. And believe it or not, Arizona's lines have shortened their odds, rather, to win the national yeah. championship. So it, it hasn't affected many people's opinions now. Yeah, and I mean, a lot of these lines didn't move too much since since those losses. Right. But Arizona in general, like I said, four freshmen, they're going to lose some games like this. And in March, it's going to be tough. I'm fading Arizona, Purdue, and Auburn. Um, I'm pretty much done with these teams. Um, I'm, I'm liking Gonzaga and, and Arkansas. Arkansas is one of my teams right now. I'm liking a lot. Okay, yeah, you can find Arkansas at some juicy odds, and we'll also talk about them in a little bit uh, for the SEC tournament when Tom comes on. But some bad losses in there. I, I do think Gonzaga's loss, uh, as bad as it was, I'm with you in the sense that it's not really a time to fade them. I do think they're still the best team in the country. Eight quad one wins. I went through a lot of these teams this morning thinking, and then my one agreement with you would be uh, actually the other side just saying I think Baylor not they didn't lose obviously huge win i think they get an upgrade in a lot of people's now seedings and how we view them in the futures market clearly have been able to adjust with the injuries they face but also auburn uh we're going to break them down a little bit later i think they're going to just have to drop in both of my mental rankings and the rankings that <laughs> yeah. come out later today their loss was awful they just can't win on the road and that's a problem as we head into march starting tomorrow those are my two main takeaways and of course duke just a smash spot wish i bet them and seriously uh, Auburn's been dropping a lot of games lately. Like we, if you go back a month or two, we were so high on them and now we have nothing good to say about them. So yeah, I mean, Auburn and Purdue are two teams. Like I just, I can't get behind it all, but Baylor, I like it. Okay. I'm glad we're on the same page with Baylor. By the way, you could find them 16 to one. And uh, again, we're going to continue to go through both the futures market conference play and March starting tomorrow with Tom Casale in just a few minutes. But for now, NBC Sports Edge Plus is giving you an NBA midseason offer. Get 20% off an Edge Plus annual subscription throughout February. So throughout today, you got to sign up, use the promo code STU20, finish your fantasy regular season strong at one low price. Go to NBCSportsEdge.com slash Edge Plus. Use the promo code STU, S-T-E-W-20 at checkout and save today. Now, I said we're going to get back to college basketball in just a second. We have to start in the NBA. And credit to you, by the way, Drew Densick, on Friday, yes. calling the Mavericks upset last night. He took them plus the points. He recommended that. They obviously come back and get a big win. So we now welcome in Corey Parson to help us break down today's slate after a weekend. Uh, crazy, I would say, crazy wins and losses, both in the NBA as well as college basketball. And let's begin with the Heat and the Bulls playing tonight. Early money this morning, Corey, as I started looking, has come in on the home team, the Miami Heat. They were laying three now. Four-point favorites. Both teams obviously playing a good basketball. Both teams won four of their last five. Do you have a play on this game? As I mentioned, early money coming all over the home team, Miami Heat. Yeah, this is definitely going to be a, a very good uh, basketball game tonight. Mm -hmm. Really shaping up to be one of the games of the year as we sprint towards the end of the regular season here. A lot of people talking about this game, two top teams in the Eastern Conference. And we're starting to see that respected money come in on the home team in the Miami Heat, which is interesting. Miami 0-5 ATS, their last five home games. But by the same token, the Chicago Bulls, although they've been very good, over 500 ATS and over 500 on the money line uh, this season on the road, they're only 5-8 and eight as a road dog. 
I think we have an interesting opportunity uh, when wagering on this game right here tonight. But the way it sits right now, I actually think we can middle this one. I think it's a one-possession game. I think we could take the four, probably play it at four and a half with the Chicago Bulls and come back and grab the Miami Heat on the money line. I like that. The Bulls are never dead when it comes to third and fourth quarter. They're a team that always keeps fighting. You know, I got my hat on today because I'm excited for this game. I think this is going to be a phenomenal game. Um, I do think the Heat win this game, but I think the Bulls keep it close the whole time. Probably drop behind eight to ten points to come back. That's what they do every single game. But I will know Kyle Lowry's out for this game due to personal mm-hmm. reasons. So I love betting Bulls games, but betting on the other team because I know what the Bulls aren't are not good at. And Jimmy Butler is playing against the Bulls today. Corey, yeah. I know you're expecting a big game from the guy. 37 half points, rebounds, assists. I'm all over this over. Did you know that he averages 26 points per game in his career against the Bulls, the most out of any opponent? Only two other teams he averages 21 and 20 points per game against. So he loves playing the Bulls. And with Lowry out in his last 11 games without Lowry this season, nine out of 11 have gone 15 or more rebounds, assists. So he's potentially going to have a huge game tonight. And, I mean, Tyler Hero, we've been on him all year too. So I think the Heat are in a good position to win this game and take control of the East. Uh, as you know, they are fighting for that conference spot. So um, let's root for Jimmy Butler. Let's root for the Heat. And I may be live at the Bulls. Um, then, yeah, let's get it, boy. And then Hornets and Bucks is a good game tonight as well. Uh, to some people, to some people. The Bucks are laying 10 points. Over-under is 241.5. So if you like points, you like scoring, this is probably where it's going to be at today. Mm-hmm. Um, are you taking the under? Are you taking a side or what? Because I definitely lean the under in this game. Yeah, I would lean. I would lean towards the under two, Vaughn. I think that's a very uh, correct bet. I think this team will play three times this year. The under has cashed twice. Uh, this total is very high. As a matter of fact, in totals over two thirty-five this season, um, in Charlotte Hornet games, the under is uh, four and two. So I do agree with the under. And this total is coming down as we're live here, Corey. Two forty-one and a half. Now we're looking at two forty and a half. I'm speaking it into existence. <laughs> you sure um, are. With that, <laughs> with that being said. Now, the point spread in this game is also very interesting because these teams have played uh, three times this season. I believe the Hornets have won two of the other uh, games, covered all three. The thing about it is this. The Hornets played an overtime game on Tuesday, Thursday, and yesterday. Now today they're on the road in Milwaukee. I would lay the 10 points with, with this Bucks team, right? You can go that way or even better, lay it at halftime. You should yes. be able to get the Bucks around minus five, five and a half at halftime. You get a Hornet team coming off a double, uh, you know, those overtime games this week on the back-to-back tonight. So I would, I like the Bucks in the first half as my favorite bet in this game right here. Yeah, a lot of people are loving the Bucks to cover the spread. Close to ninety percent of the handle coming in on the Bucks laying the, the ten points for tonight. <laughs> I'm going to have to look into Giannis props later before they get bet up into who knows what number because he's gone for forty plus points in two of the three games versus the Hornets this season. So obviously Giannis and like most nights set up to have a lot of success. Uh, one more game for tonight. Got to get your opinion on is the Raptors playing the Nets. Nets obviously dealing with uh, some issues with players. On the court for tonight, no Kyrie. We know that. And no KD or Ben Simmons still for tonight. This could be an a, interesting letdown spot, I think, just for the Nets coming off of that huge, huge win over the Bucs on Saturday. Um, and now, of course, turning around and with a lot of players missing in absence, they are four and a half point dogs at home playing the Raptors. Uh, are you siding with the letdown spot or do you like the Brooklyn Nets here? I'm going with the Brooklyn Nets in this one, to be honest with you. And, and it's not nothing that I, I enjoy doing. But <laughs> the Raptors are in poor form right now, uh, back-to-back 30-point blocks. Uh-huh. This is a team I was talking about two weeks ago, a month ago. I was talking about making a deep run in the Eastern Conference. 
pump the brakes on that a little bit now. I'm starting to see some of their flaws. They need to get a little bit more healthier. Or, you know, we don't know who exactly who's playing tonight. Uh, this is a tough spot. But right now, the way that the Raptors are playing, the form they're in, they're not five points better than anyone. So I'm going to go with the Nets on this one and cross my fingers. But it's not a great play. I probably would play the under in this game as well. Uh, these two teams likely could meet in the playing tournament. So this game right here could be like a playoff-style atmosphere, even though you don't have the big players in this game. So I still think both teams play hard. But um, I would take the Nets and the under in this one. I like that look. They have a weird schedule lately. Like looking over Toronto, they play Friday and Saturday back-to-backs. They play today and tomorrow back-to-backs. And then Thursday and Friday and a back-to-back. Um, so that's a very interesting take on their schedule. I, I would definitely like look at fading them in these positions. Uh, whatever they do tonight, I'd probably play the opposite tomorrow. Yeah. Um, that's what I like to do on the back-to-back situations. I, th- I found that profitable last year. Um, let's get a future. Let's talk about some futures, Corey, because it's not about the past or the present, my friend. Uh, the Mavericks, plus 750 to win the division right now. They got some long shot title odds. Luka Doncic and the squad are starting to heat up. I know you love you some Luka. Uh, what do you got to say about the Mavericks? Are they a team worth betting on and and to what degree? Yeah, since uh, Christmas, the only team with more wins than the Dallas Mavericks have been the Memphis Grizzlies, their division rivals. Actually, the Mavericks 21 and 10 ATS, 21 and 9 on the money line. I like Dre was was on them last night on the on on the money line as well. Um, you look and you see the greatness of Luka Doncic, then it's a a whole other bunch of you know non-assuming guys, but those non-assuming guys have come through very well. They're the second-best team in points allowed. Uh, Jason Kidd has really improved the defense of that team. They're playing very good basketball right now. Listen, at 18-1 to to win the West, the 40-1 to uh, to win the, the championship, I definitely think the Mavericks are a team that's worth a sprinkle right there. You get into that conference, you get into that Western Conference playoffs, you know, you could see a team like Dallas potentially go on a run. So I would not sleep on the Mavericks, like I said, since Christmas. They're outside of their division rivals in the Grizzlies. They've been the best team in the NBA. Interesting. Overcame a huge deficit yesterday to take down the Golden State Warriors. This team is playing good basketball, and I think, listen, the name of the game in sports betting is trying to get the best of the number, and right here, plus 750 or 18 to win the West might just be the best number we're going to get for the remainder of the season, strictly because if, if you look at their upcoming schedule for their next five games will be played in Dallas, so this could be a very good opportunity for them to get some nice wins here at home. Uh, also, from points bet, interesting enough, the Mavs would be a really good result for the book to win the division, the conference, and the title. So not a lot of money came in on kids' team here and uh, Luca to get it done. Interesting. I might have to get involved. I like when it's a good result for the book in general. <laughs> I don't want to go against the book. Corey, <laughs> we appreciate all of your insight. Best of luck with your plays for tonight and, of course, in the futures market as well. You could follow Corey on Twitter at the Fantasy Exec, and you could read all of his handicaps on, seriously, everything on NBCSportsEdge.com. Corey, we'll talk to you soon. Good times, y'all. Good luck tonight. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. If a friend asks how you're doing 
And you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. By the way, Corey and Vaughn host the uh, morning edition of Wednesdays on Bet the Edge now because Bet the Edge is expanding. Drew and I host Bet the Edge game time on Wednesdays from 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern to get you armed with all of the last-minute insight, information, and trends you'll need to make your wagers right before the games begin. So make sure to check it out on the NBC Sports Edge YouTube channel, 6 p.m. Eastern on Bet the Edge game time Wednesday nights. And then, of course, Vaughn, you and Corey on the morning edition. That's right. I can't wait. And March starts tomorrow. So I'm going to have a new look starting tomorrow. I cannot wait. And then also our hockey picks have been on fire Wednesday night. I need to strictly handicap hockey. Yeah, I, that's like, what I feel like I need to get into. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a clear thing. I think I'm just going to look at all the trends that point towards overs and bet the unders. Like when they're like 80% hit rates, that's what's working for me. So uh, here we come hockey, baby. Yeah, it's, it's NHL season betting. It's also college basketball betting, but I need a new month and bad. But yes. to help us. To help us with our college basketball picks for tonight and, of course, the futures market, we got our guy Tom Casale joining us now. Tom, what's going on? How you doing after Saturday? Um, I've had better days, but uh, <laughs> uh, I'm doing pretty well. Let's get into some of the games tonight. I have a bet on Baylor and Texas, and I'm really genuinely curious to see where you lean in this game. It's obviously going to be the highlight game of, of tonight and really one of the best games left uh, on the regular season schedule here. Baylor on the road playing Texas, currently the Bears. One and a half point favorites. Total is 135. Obviously, Texas has a home court advantage, but you could certainly make the argument Baylor is playing some of their best basketball right now, Tom. Yeah, I lean Baylor in this game. You know, their offense has been better since Flagler came back. Still no LJ Cryer, but, you know, Flagler is a big part of that mm -hmm. offense. You know, the thing about Texas is this, is uh, I had them on Saturday, right? If you told me beforehand that they would score 82 on West Virginia and I had to put my life on the line to cover two and a half, I'd be dead right now. I wouldn't be talking <laughs> to you, right? <laughs> I mean, they gave up. They've given up over 75 points in three of their last six games. They're just... This team is there's just something not right with them. You know, even if when they're not scoring, usually they're playing good defense. It's I just don't think the talent has gelled for for Chris Beard. I know they're having a good season, but remember, don't let anyone tell you different. This was supposed to be a national title contender, a top five or six team, and they're not even close. I think Baylor's hitting their stride. One thing to watch, though, is both teams can be sloppy with the basketball, and mm -hmm. both teams obviously pressure the ball and cause turnovers. So that's going to be something to watch early. It's going to be a close game, but you know, I like. I think Baylor's rounding into form a little bit. Been one of the most injured teams in college basketball. Let's not forget. You know, they've been dealing with a lot of injuries. So I think they get the win on the road. Yeah, this is going to be a phenomenal game. I actually like Baylor in this spot too. I'm. Uh, I was writing my article before we hopped on this podcast. I did play Baylor. Um, you know, third, glad to hear we're all on the same page. Yeah, I, I mean, like that feeling a lot better. Yeah, they're just like I think the better overall team right now. I mean, Texas still doesn't have Trey Mitchell, which is a big for them. Mm -hmm. Baylor is down a big as well, so that kind of neutralizes things. But if you just look at a historical standpoint, Baylor owns Texas. They've won five of the last six meetings in Austin. They've won nine out of the last ten meetings overall in the series. So. Uh, getting Baylor at this price seems like a good deal. I'll take them on the money line. I don't play small spreads like that. Um, but uh, let's talk about a game that had a smaller spread we talked about on Saturday, Tom. 
Uh, North Carolina demolished North Carolina State. Um, and it was insane because we said we liked it, but we didn't play it. And then right. when we watched it, I know you had to regret it just as much as I did. Uh, so now North Carolina is hosting Syracuse over under 156. High scoring game, it looks like North Carolina laying the eight. Where do you lean in this game or do you like a play? Yeah, I was debating between North Carolina and Texas on Saturday. You know, sometimes you make uh, bad life decisions. But <laughs> Vaughn, on our, on our show Saturday, you know, I mentioned that North Carolina was a great matchup for NC State. And that would typically be a great spot to play Syracuse on Saturday. But Duke is just an awful matchup for them. They yeah. can the, the way they're set up, they can just, you know, destroy that 2-3 zone. Now, listen, Syracuse is awful. I'm not trying to say anything different, but <laughs> North Carolina might be a little bit overvalued. You look at their last four games. They lost at home to Pitt. They beat a bad Louisville team by seven. They beat NC State by 10, a good win on the road against Virginia Tech. But, you know, I don't know if I'm ready to start making them eight point favorites with their defense. Syracuse shoots the three very well. That's the one thing they do do well. Uh, and North Carolina struggles, you know, covering the perimeter. I don't think Syracuse will give up. Uh, I don't think they gave up against Duke. I think they were just more outmanned. You know, they made a little run there in the second half. So mm -hmm. if they come to play, I think Syracuse getting eight points and the Syracuse team total is 74. If you want to kind of have some insurance here, take the over there because if they don't cover, I think it's going to be like, you know, a 92-81 final. Yeah, I think there's a few things working in favor of taking the dog here. Obviously, just watching Syracuse get smashed over the weekend, people just want to rush and fade them. And North Carolina and Duke, obviously not the same team. I kind of lean towards Cuse, but I don't bet them anymore. I learned that a while back. I'm yeah, done good, with that team. I know they're your team, Tom, but no, I, I got to put a stop somewhere, and it's yeah. with Cuse. That's a good um, way to go through life is not but I, Syracuse. Yeah, exactly. uh, I, I agree. You're actually right here. I can't argue. <laughs> okay, let's move into the futures market. Now, you've had a read on the SEC all season long, and now, of course, we're getting ready for conference tournaments to start here pretty soon. Is there any value right now as you look in these markets, particularly, let's start with the, AC, uh, the SEC, excuse me, a team that stands out to you to get it done? Yeah, well, Vaughn mentioned them earlier. I think it's Arkansas. You know, 13-1 and one, their last 14 games. The, they just beat Kentucky and Auburn. So uh, let, let's say it like it is. I mean, Kentucky, when healthy, I think is not only the best team in the SEC, they're the best team in the country. I, I don't think they're fully – I know their guys came back against Arkansas. Ty Ty Washington still doesn't look right to me. But they're the best team. But can't you argue that Arkansas is the second best team in the SEC right now? You know, plus 850 – to win the SEC tournament. I, this happened last year, too, with the Hogs. The, the futures market was a little slow to, to adapt to them. I mean, they're basically having the exact same season as they had last year. They started off kind of slow. They got mm -hmm. hot. They made a run to the Elite Eight. You know, I mentioned on the show last week, it was around this time last year where I was still getting them at 80 to 1 to win it all. So there's value in the futures market with the Hogs, and I think they're a big threat to win the SEC tournament. No, I like this play a lot. I've been super impressed with the way Arkansas has been playing this season. And kind of like, you know, we talked about all the other teams, the Auburns, the Tennessees, the LSUs. I mean, I like LSU long-term. Alabama, we talked too much about Alabama this year. They don't deserve, they don't deserve our credit anymore, Tom. Um, before we move on to another conference, I got to ask you, because you did say Kentucky's the best team. Kentucky versus Gonzaga on a neutral court. Are you taking Kentucky then? I will have a massive bet on Kentucky. Oh. Assuming, assuming that Wheeler and Ty Ty Washington are healthy, okay. their guard, their quick guards are going to bother Gonzaga, and you know uh, Shibwe is going to is going to compete with those guys. That I'm, I'll, I'll say it right now. I, I I haven't put it on Twitter. I haven't said it yet. 
I think Chet Holmgren's one of the most overrated college players I've ever seen. I'm sorry. I, you know, you look what he's done against these better teams. He's had trouble against, you know, Hey, listen, he plays in this easy conference and, you know, he's Mm -hmm. getting, he's dominating, but I think in the NCAA tournament, a bigger, better team is going to give him a lot of trouble. Tom, it's safe to say that you have no future bets on, on Gonzaga, correct? No. I do think they're one of the five best totally. teams in the country, but their odds now is it's like, you know, it's the exact opposite of what it was eight to 10 years ago when you could get value on the Zags. Now there's just no value because they're a little bit overrated. And I don't think this is a great Gonzaga team. I mean, we've seen it this year. I know they've beaten up on some teams in the WCC, but when they've played the better teams, the more athletic teams, they've had some issues. And I think that could be a problem in the tournament. Someone, someone give Tom a raise. Let Tom flex real quick. He just went <laughs> off. I like that. I like the sound of all that. Let's go to the Pac-12, my friend, because you're you're rolling right now. And I want a long shot. I said I like UCLA in the Pac-12, but you're not going to agree with me because you're you're <laughs> hot right now. I'm a little cold. So where are we going in the Pac-12? And tell me if there's any other bets on a team in the Pac-12, if you like them long term as well. Yeah, it's not that I don't agree with you, but I think there's some value on Oregon, and here's why. Let's see where they, what part of the bracket they're in. Arizona is Arizona, but Oregon is three and one against UCLA and USC this year, and their one loss was this Saturday to USC, you know, by a point. So they match up well with those two teams, and at fourteen to one. The Ducks, you mentioned Alabama, Vaughn. Oregon's got some Alabama in them. You know, they, they get oh, no. blown out by Cal. They get blown out by Arizona State. There's some games they show up they don't look all that interested in. But against the better teams, they played pretty well. And Dana Altman's a good tournament coach. So I will be interested if Oregon is not in Arizona's bracket because I think there's a chance they can get to the championship game at long odds, and then you'll be able to hedge out of it. Oh, yeah, that's a great, obviously, opportunity then to get involved now and obviously just get them to the finals, get a little double and, and win, be able to hedge. Love that. Yeah, right now I'm looking, they'd currently be a four seed if the Pac-12 tournament started today. Obviously, that's not the case. We'll revisit this when we get the brackets. But just looking right now, the last two Pac-12 tournament winners have been won by long shots. Last year, five seed Oregon State. The year prior to that, it was Oregon in the six seed in 2019. So uh, very interesting look there, Tom. I, I do uh, tend to side with you there. I'm not taking Arizona minus 170 right now to win the Pac-12 nor do I advise laying 170 at this time of the season. Tom, (laughs) we appreciate you. I'd like to say I'm rooting for Syracuse and your team tonight, but I just can't do that. I have to stay away. You're the best. We appreciate you. We'll talk to you soon. Well, thanks. In about probably 10 minutes in the game, I won't be rooting for him either. So uh, (laughs) we'll see how it goes. (laughs) I'll be going to follow your Syracuse drama on Twitter, and I recommend everyone else doing that as well. It's at that, the Tom Casale, by the way, for those looking to uh, follow Tom on Twitter. Of course, you can read his analysis and breakdowns and his picks on NBCSportsEdge.com. But Tom, thank you so much again, and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Take care, guys. Download the NBC Sports Predictor app powered by PointsBet and enter Wednesday's free NBA pick and roll contest for a chance to win $50,000. This week, we're highlighting matchups between the Knicks and 76ers, Kings and Pelicans, and Thunder and Nuggets. So if you don't have the Predictor app yet, download it now. 50 grand on the line. All right, let's stay in the NBA. It's your time to shine. Let's head to edge of the day. Best bet for this Monday before we head into a new month, new you, Vaughn. Let's go. February 28th, best pick. I'm leaving the college basketball up to you today for the best bet. Uh, so I'm going to the NBA where I should have been betting the past couple of days. You and um, me both, Vaughn. Yeah, it's been so much easier. I've been watching the games. Like, I'm missing out on a lot of money here. 
yeah, so I like an over on Shea Gilgis Alexander over 27 and a half points versus the Kings today. Now he didn't play at all in February until the past two games. Um, he took he was he was injured, took some time off, came back after the All Star break and scored 32 and 36 points versus Suns and the Pacers. Now he's a streaky scorer, as most people know that I've bet on him or have him in fantasy. He gets hot and continues to get hot for three or four games. OKC played on Friday, so they've had the entire weekend off as well into this game against the Kings, who are known for being a bad defense, allowing six most points per games to point guards alone this season. And then you look at his numbers, he's 7-3 to the over in his last 10 games, and the Kings have allowed 115 and 128 in uh, their last two games since the All-Star break. So give me SGA over 27.5. I'd play up to 20.5 if you want. Take the alternative at 30-plus points and throw a little lunch money on that one too. So I like SGA against the Kings. He should go off today. He had 33 in his last meeting against them. Yeah, 22 first time around, 33 points against the Kings last time. Love the alternate line you could take. It's at 29 and a half now. So I was going to say 30 plus may be some juicy odds, but it's getting bet up as we speak. Yeah, points bet knows what's going on around here. Yeah, I saw. So I got a 27 and a half at like 9, 20, 9, 30 this morning. Um, And then I saw it go up to 28 and a half on Fandle. And and it was juiced at points bet at minus 125. I thought like, okay, it'll probably sit there, go up a little more. And then they canceled it uh, when we went live. So sitting at 29 and a half now is what the line probably should have been at. Um, Like I said, he's been going off 32 and 36. He's a very streaky scorer. So no reason why he won't score 30 again. Uh, Like I said, I would still throw the 30 and a half alternative number 29 and a half, but I would just play it at a smaller unit. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, good looking out, John. Thank you for the insight as the line is going up as we're live at 1030 in the morning when they hang probably not the best number and they recognize that it clearly gets fed up, take it down. And here we are looking at 29 and a half. Love that look, Vaughn. Uh, I'll tell you on the NBA. I probably should have went to an NBA prop tonight, but nonetheless, I'm going to the game that I am fired up to watch. I know you are as well. And yes. Tom, of course, uh, said the same. I took the Baylor Bears. I know right now we're looking at one and a half, played this at one. I know you like the money line as well, Vaughn. That's a solid look. I think they get it done. Whether it's the money line or you want to bet it up to two, I think that's totally fair. They're a short road favorite, as we've discussed earlier in this show. But I do think this is the rightful favorite and the correct side. If you look at their last three consecutive wins, I think the one that says the most about them is their huge Saturday win over Kansas. They have an edge, I would say, in almost every single category on the court tonight. Um, If you look at the fact that they're one of the best offensive rebounding teams in the country, they have a significant edge in three-point shooting for tonight. And I do think they really start to make a run here now that they've shown that they've been able to adjust as we've talked without their main players and all their player injuries they've dealt with that we mentioned no prior tonight. I think after Saturday's win, Baylor, I looked this morning, they ranked third in Ken Palm adjusted efficiency. So that's that's big. And this game in itself has a lot of implications uh, in both the conference tournament and CAA tournament seeding. So took the Baylor Bears. I like them now. I like them in the futures market. I will lay the point and a half with the road team, Baylor Bears, taking on Texas to get it done for tonight. I'm really excited to watch this game. Yeah, I like this game too a lot. I mean, you look at what Texas has done recently. They have struggled, struggled, struggled. And uh, they close out with Baylor and Kansas the last two games. So this is a prime spot just to fade Texas overall. And like I said, historically, nine wins the last 10 meetings. I mean, two straight on the road, five of the last six on the road. What's not to like with the Baylor Bears tonight? 
Well, let's go. Yeah, coming off a big win. Keep the momentum going. Baylor eight and three straight up on the road this season. They obviously can win on the road. Keep it going tonight. Best of luck with your NBA prop. And uh, that's all we have for you. Obviously rooting for the Baylor Bears and a ton of other NBA plays for tonight, including the Miami Heat. For Von Dalzell, I'm Sarah Perlman. We appreciate you guys joining us on Bet the Edge powered by PointsBet. For more insight, picks, analysis, be sure to go to NBCSportsEdge.com. We'll see you guys tomorrow, 10 a.m. Eastern, right here on the NBC Sports Edge YouTube channel. Best of luck with all your plays. We'll see you guys then. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 